It's Friday, yeah. Then. It's Friday, then. <laughs> it's Saturday, Does Sunday. Does he say then? Or I swear he says yeah. No, it's Friday, then. Actually, I saw someone on my Instagram post that as a caption. I was like, damn it, that girl's good. Oh, she beat me to it. <laughs> it's Friday, then. Saturday, Saturday Sunday, what? It's Friday, then. Hello and welcome to the Culture Clashcast. As always, I'm your host, Henry Jones, and with me is my co-host... Just Chung. What up? What's happening? What up? How are you? Well, you know, it's it's been a fun... It's been a fun lockdown V2 for us so oh, far. yeah. Um, UK. Hitting yeah. It hard. Going back into the tiered system soon. So, you know, Christmas is on. Christmas is on. I just find it ridiculous that your government is lifting the restrictions just for Christmas. I mean, very festive. Oh, we, but Three families for five days over Christmas. Party on. Good luck to you guys. Uh, It'll be fine. There's a vaccine now. We can just totally lift the brakes off and pretend that this is all a figment of our imagination. <laughs> How's uh, the second lockdown compared to the first? What have you done differently? For me personally, I think it is a lot more boring than the first one. And most of that's just simply down to the weather because it's cold now. Uh, and also the delightful fact that I'm recovering from surgery. Oh, no. What happened? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so literally going into week one, in reality, couldn't have timed this any better, even if I tried. Um, all of a sudden went down with appendicitis and had to have emergency surgery. Ouch. And fortunately it was keyhole. So it was, you know, it was only a... Sort of minus op, I guess. So recovery time was only like a few weeks, but it's kind of meant I've been laid up for the whole time during second phase of lockdown. So really you're doing your bit for for the pandemic, being a vegetable at home while you're recovering. I mean, it makes it an awful lot easier to be laid up at home when no one else is allowed to go out. <laughs> no FOMO then, that's good. Yeah. But how about Hong Kong? I saw some cases starting to go up there. Yeah, we're now entering a fourth wave. It's an endless cycle, really. So... This one's um, linked to a dance club. Oh my god, I said dance. I'm definitely hanging around you too much. Dance. Dance club cluster. So oh, Sorry, I'm just <laughs> teaching you how to speak English dance. correctly. <laughs> I'm listening to dance. some trance music. Murder on the dance floor. Trance music. Um, anyway, dance club cluster. Uh, women in their 60s and 70s so they're spreading the virus by dancing in these like halls and without masks so as a result it's basically exploded now we're getting like today was 115 cases which for hong kong is heaps so the government's moved to close all party rooms and they've banned any you know live performances and dancing in bars and restaurants <laughs> yeah it's crazy how quickly thing things turn because um just you know, two weeks ago, I was out at this new club, which was already pretty packed. I mean, you guys have pretty much avoided all of the pandemic. I know, so I know. Group of more than six people. What even is that? I know, I know. Well, well, the government's, you know, um, said that everyone coming back from overseas as well now has to quarantine in a hotel. So you're no longer allowed to chill at home because they think that that's been spreading the virus as well. So hopefully, I mean, things will, yeah, things will hopefully die down soon. So. 
Well, there's a yeah. big thing in the UK, uh, one of the ministers, which, I mean, take it with a small piece of salt, but I, I could kind of appreciate what he was saying, where he was saying, he was like, oh yeah, the test and trace component is working fine. It's the quarantine at home part that nobody's doing. Yeah. So even when we're contacting them and telling them to stay at home, every, like half the people are just going out and still spreading it. So yeah. there's only there's only so much you can do in a democracy to tell people to stay at home. Yeah. And I think England has, and obviously the US as well, has very much overreached that limit. Um, We have wristbands here. So you're actually getting monitored and checked up on and... So yeah, I mean, hopefully, uh, we'll see if it works, um, but hoping that the fourth wave will quickly die down. Um, that's... But then you know who is laughing through all of this? Australia, specifically Melbourne, so my hometown. After a second four-month, so 111-day strict lockdown, not not the tier three bullshit that London's going through at the moment, um, like a real lockdown where there's a you know a curfew of 8 p.m. and you weren't even allowed to leave your house within five kilometers. After all that, uh, they're finally at zero cases, zero infections, 28 days in a row now. So hashtag double donuts. Good on them. That double donuts. Yeah. The funniest thing though is uh, when our Victorian premier Dan Andrews. So he was a really the reason they went into lockdown the second time because. You know, had a slip up with the hotel quarantine. Not sure if you heard about that. Uh, I did hear that one of the uh, security guards was bonking a load of people within uh, all the different hotel rooms. Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden, the COVID <laughs> cases just went flying. One job. Well, it sounded like he had many jobs. So the tagline Get on the Beers became sort of a hit back in March because Dan Andrews was like, you know, you guys are getting way too lax around the pandemic. You can't have your mates coming around to your house and getting the beers. That's not appropriate. No joke, he was asked by a reporter at the press conference where he was announcing the lift of the restrictions. Can I confirm that what you're saying is is that we can finally get back on the beers? Uh, I don't know that I'll be drinking a beer tonight. I might get a little higher up the shelf. Like a boss. <laughs> Yeah, I, after that level of lockdown, who isn't going on the beers? But I, I mean, his response was fantastic. I'm definitely going for the top shelf stuff. That night on his Instagram account, he actually posted a picture of him drinking whiskey. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Do not blame him. So Get On The Beers actually, uh, someone made it into a song and it charted on iTunes. So it's inspired, you know, many memes and even Tiger King's Carol Baskin. Oh, that's a blast from the past. I haven't heard that since the start of lockdown. She sent a surprise video message to Daniel Andrews. Hey, Dan Andrews, it's Carol Baskin from Big Cat Rescue. And I know you've been spending a lot of time working hard down at the zoo, but we all want you to take a well-deserved break and get on the beers. Oh my goodness, that is your civic duty. That's what's most important. And that's what must be done. Beers, 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 get on the beers. It's bloody catchy. So I actually woke up with that song in my head a couple times last couple weeks. Beers, get on the beers. Beers, beers, get on the beers. It's just a really catchy, catchy tune. So hang in there, London. So Jess, one thing a lot of people have been really struggling with is that lockdown weight. How's that going for you? Well, funny enough, post-surgery does tend to help you lose a fair amount of weight. So I feel, although I've cheated a little bit, <laughs> I need to kind of keep it going. Because, you know, as I say, abs are made in the winter. 
said no one ever, but yeah, sure. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I the winter diet, that's always a really, really difficult one because, you know, it's cold. You just want to eat comfort food and I'm a bit lost. You know, I used to use sort of my fitness pal. That used to be like a great one for me to sort of keep track of everything. But God, it just so oh, yeah. admin heavy. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm feeling I'm too old for that now. It's kind of a fun game though. I mean, I have been trying to watch that as well. But it's nothing more depressing than, you know, getting to the end of the day and you realize, oh, I don't have enough calories left. So actually my go-to default is always two <laughs> two boiled eggs. So literally even just tonight for dinner, um, I had a big lunch. So I bought some eggs and um, I just peeled my eggs and ate them in one gulp without any seasoning or anything while I'm standing next to the sink. Because I don't want to, I don't want to wash up another dish, you know, fast and loose. That's tragic. What's your calorie limit on a daily basis? 1,002. Oh, I mean, mine's 1,600 and that still sucks. So, I mean, loosely trying to watch what I've been eating. And I've, I mean, I've tried some pretty extreme diets in the past, like lemon detox. What's a lemon detox? So the lemon detox is basically just drinking lemon water and um, paprika and water for like seven days or something. Oh, shut, shut up. That's a diet. That's like the Devil Wears Prada diet where she's um, Emily Blunt's just like, oh, I don't, I don't eat anything until I feel I'm about to pass out. Then I eat a very small <laughs> cube of cheese. I lasted maybe three days and I was like, nah, I'm not doing this. Yes, yeah, so funny enough, starving yourself helps you lose weight. Oh, the feeling of hunger is a feeling of success. Um, that's what I always say. But anyway, the most extreme diet that I've ever been on is the keto diet. It's low carb, but low carb to a very restrictive level. There was one time I tried it because of this festival called Stereosonic. So in Melbourne, we didn't really have that many, but Stereosonic was basically the biggest one at the start of December where summer just kicked off. Um, so I was literally shredding for a festival. So people would use that, you know, phrase, oh, you're going sh- shredding for Sesame, mate. Oh, UK is, UK is no carbs before marbs. No carbs before marbs. What's marbs? Marbella. So just on the south coast of Spain, which a uh, bit of a party oh. capital for uh, a sort of a quick weekend session. No carbs before marbs. I like that. Yeah, so that was really tough and basically hardly met friends out for meals. I remember paying almost $8 for a Lipton tea bag at the restaurant because I couldn't have any food because it was so restrictive Um, and eating a monotonous diet with, you know, just meat and cheese every day, feeling really greasy was... was, But I did lose 10 kilos in three months, (laughs) which I ended up putting it back on after, but... You know what? I I reached my goal. That's always a thing, though, <laughs> with these really extreme diets, is you just end up putting them back on. Like you yeah. need to. I think I was reading somewhere that you need to maintain a sort of a diet over ninety days for it to sort of uh, have a long term kind of effect. And I mean, who's yeah. got time for that? I know. I especially when there's a festival, I got to look good for. <laughs> Tomorrowland twenty twenty. How did that work out for you? I mean, we were meant to go this year. Actually, we wanted to have you know coordinated matching outfits with my girlfriends and. You know, we're almost nothing. Maybe nipple tassels. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, the kids today. I think you've officially made me feel old. Like, I'm just going, you kids shouldn't be wearing those sorts of outfits. Oh, God. Well, you're not invited to Tomorrowland anyway. But oh, well, I didn't want to go. I-, I wouldn't mind getting shredded again for that. Awful lot of money to go and spend to watch someone push play on a space bar. Oh, don't even go there, mate. Don't even go there. <laughs> Pretty much every famous artist said that's all they can do on a set. Trance. Trance around the world. 
I mean, Paris Hilton is DJ. Yeah. I'd watch her at Tomorrowland. Yeah, I'd watch you push play on a CD. I actually had a set back when I was um, 21. Of course. Yeah, of, of course. Of course you had a set. I did try it. I think I just couldn't be bothered learning it. I had a very short-lived DJ career, maybe like four months. <laughs> So Jess, bit of sad news the other day. Uh, my childhood hero, Sean Connery, passed away. Oh, um, rest in I peace. Know. I mean, he, he lived a great life. I mean, he, well, he made it to 90 and uh, died in the Bahamas. Of course, he was the iconic James Bond character, which pretty much defined how you know a gentleman dresses and behaves and really sort of added to the English, English culture. And I don't think any of the Bonds have really managed to sort of measure up to him, him since then. So... Like, yeah, those sort of films go down in legacy now. I mean, all the sort of later films were interesting. Um, you know, The Rock with Nicolas Cage, which you still need to watch. He was well known for his accent, wasn't he, as well? Welcome to The Rock. Um, I think everyone thought he's, he's got a very deep voice. and Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> kind of absolute uh, classic. Yeah, I know he's going to be solely missed. So there's actually a photo of Sean playing golf back in August in the Bahamas. So... Henry, it's proof that, you know, it's an old man's sport. You can, you can play golf till you're dead. <laughs> I mean, if I had the reputation of uh, Sir Sean Connery, then I 100% would be playing golf when I was 90 and absolutely loving life. Yeah, well, they spread his ashes across Scotland and um, Scotland and Bahamas, so you could say they were shaken, not stirred. Oh. No, can't. So mean. Oh, yeah, and, <laughs> I, and I haven't even watched any of his movies. I don't. Think oh so. God. Oh. Alright. Oh, that just that just hurts. <laughs> that just hurts. Um, I know. I mean, we have completely different childhood heroes. We are completely different people, to be honest. Um, well, that's why this podcast works. Bless Sean Connery. I was obsessed with Avril Lavigne growing up so good choice (laughs) i will listen to it every day for a good two years since the first album came out maybe when i was 12 so i would go on forums online and repeatedly watch videos i've read every single article that came out i had an avril lavigne sort of shrine in our in my room no so i used to yeah i basically printed out photos had posters and magazine clippings so psycho like like some crazy person so i would put them at the back of my door is there a photo you can upload to our instagram yeah i'll chuck it on the ig but yeah <laughs> i wow. loved her man she was uh she was amazing and what was your favorite song skater boy obviously is one of the best karaoke songs same with complicated i'm pretty sure i bought a skateboard because she was you know she had that skater girl vibe oh and I was in, yeah, I think I was in year six and I got a skateboard for my birthday. Didn't she do like beanies and stuff like that? Wasn't she into that all kind of thing? I think she was more like she would wear thick eyeliner mascara. She'd have those cuffs with the spikes. Did you dress up like her at any point? I did not have that, but I did have a skateboard, so. I was hoping for the yeah. spikes. <laughs> Of course, during lockdown, we still get a fair share of fun stories. So literally just down the road from me in a town called Jerry's Cross, a YouTuber set up a fake drive through McDonald's called No McDonald's. And no just to set the scene for you here, Jerry's uh, Cross is literally one of the poshest areas in the country. <laughs> and 
the house price on average is something like two, three million, that kind of region, you know, sort of like five, six bedroom house kind of monstrosities. And this YouTuber rented this, one of these um, mansions out, created this drive through and there was tailbacks for like four or five miles that was driving everyone absolutely insane. I mean, this is a town that protested having a Tesco's in its... uh, (laughs) in its town center because it wasn't high class enough wow i think the comments said it was quite good (laughs) well i think it's a really creative idea i would totally try it especially if they had a quarter pounder knockoff i'm almost certain certain they did the best part was um obviously all the residents complained to the police about it and the police were like they've not broken social distancing rules it's still a drive away which you're allowed to have a license for so this is all legitimate Got him. Well, hey, they might, at least they didn't get sued or anything. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. <laughs> in Australia, just this August, there's a lawsuit going on at the moment for Aussie Maccas and Hungry Jacks, which is, I guess, the equivalent of Burger King. Hungry Jacks copied and launched a burger with exactly the same ingredients as a Big Mac called the Big Jack. <laughs> oh, that's brave. Brave. And on, on the TV ads, they claim that the Big Jack Burger is clearly bigger than some American burger, which is clearly a dig at Macca's. So, yeah, I mean, wow. you could say they're having a bun fight. Oh, yeah, no. that, yeah, cheap. I cheap thought I jokes, had the dad so. jokes. There was another uh, really clever PR move by uh, Burger King in the UK where they sponsored the lowest team in league football. So, obviously, the cheapest to sponsor just to make sure they got themselves into their FIFA 2021 game that's coming yeah. out so oh, that they okay. could then yeah. um, do loads of like promo videos on their uh, Instagram stuff of them like playing like uh, Barcelona, Man United and all these really super expensive teams that should cost like millions to sponsor and because you can obviously set any match up you want. And so they then released like this viral video that was like, we did all of this just so that we could like, show ourselves like you know the burger king branding on against the big teams in the the premier league and we saved ourselves a fortune wow and so what happened oh this is they've just been reaping the praise ever since it was literally like a sneaky master plan which you don't really expect from a big company to kind of do so like it was quite it was quite a brave one So Jess, do you want to hear today's dad joke? Do I? You Go always, on. you always want to hear it. Let's Go let's on. not kid ourselves. Uh, hey, uh, do you want to hear a great word that I made up? I what? call it plagiarism. Nah, it took me like two seconds to think. Uh, I, I can't like, oh, help I if that's your it. brain Oh wait, capacity. no, I get it. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If the, if we even have any listeners, I, still. I, I'd like to think we've got at least five. We've got at least five, all right. Thank you to our five listeners. It's been it's been great. Uh, catch you next time. See ya. One plus one is four. Quick math. Perspiration ting.